Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. Amen. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito and also International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours of uncompromised Christian radio. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion. Amen. And that is suicide. Suicide. Does God accept suicide? Is suicide acceptable by God? And what does the Bible say concerning suicide? We want to go into that topic right now because many people believe now, unfortunately, with the with the tragic rise of many pastors committing suicide and, and people professing to be Christian uh, committing suicide, that somehow now that God has accepted suicide in these individuals' lives and they are now gone to heaven. And we want to look at what the Bible actually teaches concerning this because the Bible teaches this specifically. It's not ambiguous concerning the issue of suicide. Father, I pray you touch my, uh, all the hearts of those who are listening to the sound of my voice. Let your name be magnified, glorified, and exalted. Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to go and talk about suicide, whether this is of God. What does the Bible teach about suicide? First, before we go into that right now, we want to just briefly uh, say that those who have committed suicide, the family members that are left behind, of course, we want to send our condolences to all those individuals who've been hurt by this horrible tragedy. It's been terrifying. It's been horrible. And many have been hurt by it and have gone through such e enormous turmoil as a result of it. But having said that, they unfortunately, without maybe even realizing it, they have added insult to injury. They have added more hurt and more pain and more despair than they, than they even imagined when they accept that suicide is, is right or acceptable in the sight of God. Because the Bible clearly teaches that it's not acceptable in God's sight. It's contrary to what the Bible teaches. And so we want to look at that right now. We have, unfortunately, uh, an individual, a pastor that, that killed himself, uh, part of uh, a large church in California, um, and he, he did away with himself. Matter of fact, he had a whole ministry uh, about suicide, uh, to, about suicide prevention, and then he took his own life. His name was Pastor Jared Wilson. And uh, he was a founder of a suicide outreach group. And just recently, uh, he just killed himself, killed himself, committed suicide. Unfortunately, his wife said that, you know, he's in the presence of Jesus. And, and many Christian leaders are saying, the so-called Christian leaders are saying the same thing, that he's in the presence of Jesus Christ and that everything's fine and now he's with the Lord. Having said this to somebody, now we know that, that, that she is, has gone through such enormous pain and probably still is going through, and we need to pray for her. And we need to um, show compassion to those who are, have gone through this horrible or, ordeal. It's, it's, it, it must be beyond human comprehension. But th at the same time, to justify suicide as an acceptable thing when the Bible says it's clearly sin, when we're going to look into that in a, in a moment, is not only uh, giving people a false hope, but is in fact sending or, or, or has the ability to send others into eternal damnation, into eternal damnation. And these preachers that, that are trying to suggest that it's acceptable, that it's okay in the sight of God are deceiving multitudes. They're deceiving multitudes and damning, as I said before, multitudes to an eternity in hell by what? Well, why don't we all commit suicide? 
If, if in fact that it's going to send us in the presence of the Lord and we're going to be with the Lord Jesus Christ, then why don't we all just end it right now? Forget the trials and the tribulations and the distresses and all the turmoil and all the difficulty that we have to endure in this life. Why don't we just end it and then somehow be uh, cast into eternity with the Lord? It makes no sense. And it's contrary to what the Bible clearly says. We have Pastor Jared Wilson. We have a, a, another pastor, uh, you know, that committed suicide not just, just last year uh, in, in the United States, in California again. Andrew Stockland um, committed suicide. And the same thing was said. Oh, he's gone to heaven. Everybody's fine. Everybody's okay. I remember in Bible school, uh, when I was in Bible school, and there's a young man that I knew and that he committed suicide. I remember getting up the next morning to go to uh, our chapel service, and, you know, they, they uh, said that he, he died, and this man, the young man, the young man died in Bible school. Apparently, he drove his, I guess, his car into uh, the river, and he died. And, and the, I, I believe he left a note or whatever the case may be. But the reality is they're trying to say that, that he was okay. He was fine. He went to heaven. And I argued with, the, with the, some of the teachers at the time saying, no, what, what, how can you say that? He's gone to heaven. I said, you know, we don't know what he may have done in the last minute. But from what we know, suicide does not lead to heaven. Suicide leads to hell. Now, having said that, we know that, that it's, not the unpardonable, it's not the unpardonable sin. Suicide is not the unpardonable sin. We want to go into to the word of God right now. Amen. About this. But the question is, the fact of the matter is, does it lead to heaven or does it lead to hell? Does it lead to heaven or does it lead to hell? Because while we say it's not the unpardonable sin, we know the blast of the Holy Ghost is only the unpardonable sin. If someone blows their brains out, they don't have a chance to repent. Someone takes a gun and blows their brains out. They have no opportunity to say, Lord, I shouldn't have done it. I, I really made a major mistake, Lord. I shouldn't have done it. They have no opportunity to repent. They're gone to hell, the Bible says, if they don't repent of their sin. Now, what is suicide? We're going to go look at what suicide is. Amen. And so the word side, what is the word side? It comes from the Latin cida, which means to cut or to kill, to cut or to kill, right? And so that's why we have the terms suicide or homicide, the killing of somebody else, or infanticide, killing infant children, infant, right? And that's exactly what abortion is. It's infanticide. It's, it's, it's killing children, amen, the killing of innocent blood. And nobody who had that, that, that claims to be a Christian can support the sin and the abomination of abortion. But we're going to go on, amen? We also talk about uh, other issues, amen, such as, uh, the, the for, for example, other sides, we go, we go to, you know, genocide and so forth. But we want to talk about suicide right now, suicide. And so the issue of suicide is killing of one's self. You're killing yourself. You're just, just, just cutting and killing yourself. Amen. And the Bible says very clearly in the book of Galatians, amen, the Bible talks about in Galatians uh, chapter number five. We're going to go there for a minute. Amen. Galatians chapter number five. And remember, we're dealing with the issue of suicide. What is it? Of course, it's the killing of oneself, right? You, you are killing. You are ending your life. You're not, uh, you, you lose hope, amen, and you're ending your life because the fact that you've lost uh, hope and lost faith in Christ. People say, no, I didn't lose faith in Christ. And if, if you didn't lose faith in Christ, then why are you killing yourself? If you have hope that the psalmist, when the psalmist was discouraged, the psalmist always said, hope 
thou in God, hallelujah, who is the health of, health, of, health of my countenance and my God. And that's what the psalmist always did in the end. Amen. Lead me to the rock that is high. When my heart is overwhelmed, praise God, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I know you say, oh, that's easier said than done, but it's at the point. The point is we have to do it. If we're saved, we must do it. If we're born again, it must be accomplished. We have to do these things before God. So the Bible goes on and teaches us this very thing concerning suicide. Galatians chapter number five. We want to talk about what is it? What is suicide? There's a Bible me teach that when one kills oneself, of course, as murdering oneself, will they go to heaven? Galatians chapter five. And the Bible says here in verse number 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before as I've told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. No. The Bible makes it clear the word murder was there. Okay, the word murder was there in that long list. And of course, it was not exhaustive because the Apostle Paul says of such like, amen, of which I've told you in past. Such like means as many other things like those that will damn one soul to hell. Of such like. And so this is what the Bible says. So it says here, mur envyings murders, murders, people who, who murder. And what does that mean? Does that mean just murder, uh, you know, other people? Yes, of course it means that. But it's not limited to that. It means to kill one's own, to kill others or to murder one's own self. You're murdering yourself. You're killing yourself. You're ending your life. Amen. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. So one is not trusting in Christ at that particular point in time. They're not putting their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I repeat, they are not putting their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, right now people say, oh, I'm angry what you're saying. How can you say that? I, I didn't say anything. I'm just preaching what the Bible teaches. But what we've listened to is such a false gospel for years by telling people that they're going to go to heaven when they commit suicide. I know in the past, the, the people in the past, of course, have been, uh, we've had a, a right understanding of what suicide was about biblically. But now in recent years, we've been telling people that, oh, you're going to go to heaven so we don't offend anybody, so we don't hurt anybody's feelings. When the scripture clearly teaches that murderers will not inherit the kingdom of God. So when somebody murders, and we know, of course, we understand in, in, in Exodus, you know, the Bible says thou should not kill. You're killing yourself. You're committing suicide, the killing of oneself. And so to suggest that you can do this and enter the presence of God is found nowhere in the Holy Scripture. A matter of fact, the opposite is found. That one, if one kills oneself, they will be cast into hell. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. They will not go to heaven. But they will truly and 100% go to hell if they have no opportunity to repent. Now, we understand that, again, as I mentioned earlier, that suicide is not the unpardon unpardonable sin, which means that somebody, if they attempted to commit suicide and had an opportunity and they were not successful at that time and they had a genuine opportunity to call on the name of the Lord, the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. God will forgive if that individual has the opportunity to truly repent. But the question is, is the, is the repentance genuine? No, only God knows that. And, the, and, and if you're going to kill yourself and try to make that and, and make that uh, uh, take that risk, 
I'm telling you, you're taking a, a major risk because you, that, that some, for example, if somebody jumps off a building and says, well, or premeditatively says, well, you know, I believe I'm just going to ask God to forgive me on my way down. I mean, is that really a genuine thing? To, is that really genuine repentance? It doesn't seem like it is to me. Amen. And so people got to be careful about that thing. Oh, I can just commit suicide and just ask God to forgive me and I'll be fine after that. That's deception. Don't be deceived by that. Satan has so many devices and tools and, and so many ways and wiles to deceive you, making you think that you're going to enter the kingdom of heaven and you still go down the hill. That's why the Bible says, be not deceived. Hallelujah. Don't be fooled. The unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. You're going to kill yourself. You're not trusting in the Savior. You're not casting your care upon him, for he careth for you. You're, you're not believing what he said when trial and, trial, trial and tribulation you may have in this world. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. You're not doing that, but you're, you're allowing your sorrow. You're allowing your problems. You're allowing your distresses. You're allowing your feelings to overwhelm you and destroy you and to send you into damnation. It's false. Believing that you can be saved and still, not, and still believe that you're going to go to heaven is deception. Believing that you can still commit suicide and go to heaven is deception. That's what I wanted, that's what I wanted to say. It's deception. You cannot, amen, commit suicide and still pass through the pearly gates. Look, look what happened to Judas Iscariot. We understand the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 that he went to his own place. Amen. Judas. Jesus said, amen, that it was better for him that he, would not, that he was never born. And we know what happened to Judas. He committed suicide. Did he go to heaven? No. He went to hell. Judas went to hell. That's what the Bible says. He went to his own place. He didn't go to heaven. He went to hell. If, 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 it, was, if it was better that he would not be born and he went to heaven, that wouldn't make any sense. He died. He killed himself. He, he died in his sorrow. He he. he, he, he his, his bowels were gushed asunder when he fell headlong. And he died and he went to hell. And so what we understand is that suicide, regardless of what people are trying to say concerning it, according to the teaching of the Bible, we're not going to go into Saul and we're not going to go into other areas, amen, in the Old Testament of those who commit suicide because of the fact that we want to just look at exactly what the scriptures teach about. Well, those, are, those are examples of people committing suicide. But the, we want to go into what the Bible actually says about it, about the actual act. And we understand the act itself is murder. The act itself is sin. So therefore, if one has no, this is premeditative sin, people try to say, oh, well, we don't know all of our sins that we do, trying to justify. The reason why I'm having this podcast right now, amen, and, and we're doing this right, and one of the reasons is because of the article that was written by the Christian Post, uh, that was uh, uh, a place on the Christian Post, it, that was called, Is Suicide the Unpardonable, Unpardonable Sin? Is suicide the unpardonable sin? And they justify, it's trying to say that it is, that it's not the unpardonable sin, that it's okay, which of course I would agree that it's not the unpardonable sin. But at the same time, they justify suicide by making people think that they will still go to heaven even though they've committed such a horrible and, and egregious act in the sight of God. We don't have, we are not in control of our own body. The Bible says our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost when we're saved. Amen. And that God has control over the body to present a body, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. But they are not presenting the body, amen, uh, as a holy 
reasonable sacrifice under God. Amen? To serve a living sacrifice, not a dead sacrifice. You don't sacrifice a dead, no, no. Amen? Christ is the one that sacrificed on the cross for our sin once and for all. Praise be to God. Amen? We don't have to uh, sacrifice our life by committing suicide. Amen? That's not sacrificing, uh, uh, surrendering our life to Christ. A living sacrifice. And God, God has control over our body. We don't have the right to end our life. God has the right to end it when he chooses, not us. We don't choose that. We don't put ourselves in the place of God. And so the Bible says the same that he that endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. And suicide is not enduring to the end. Suicide is giving up uh, on, on God's word, giving up on the promises of God, giving up on our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is turning to unbelief that God cannot deliver us through the situation or circumstance that we are in. It is believing that there is no hope. It is believing Satan's lies that, that there is no answer, there is no exit, there is no escape out of your situation. And it's a lie. The Bible says very clearly, hallelujah, the word of God is explicitly clear. Amen. How the God, amen, always provides always not most not most of the time not the majority of the time but always provides amen a way of escape here's what the bible says in first corinthians chapter number 10 verse 13 the bible says there had no temptation taken you but such is common to man but god is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above all above that ye are able but with but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it amen the Bible says that God will make a way to escape always. Praise God. That you can bear it. You can bear it. So is the Bible true or is it not? People that commit suicide, they say, I can't bear it no more. And I believe that they are seriously experiencing serious pain and turmoil. I'm not trying to belittle what they're experiencing. They know themselves is torment. It's terrible. But at the same time, no temptation hath, the Bible says, taken you. But such as come to man. Amen. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above all that, but above that you are able, but will, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it. God has provided a way of escape. And by committing suicide, saying, no, Lord, you're a liar. You don't provide no way to escape. The only way for me to escape is to end my life and get out of this. And really, you're not escaping nothing because you're going right to hell if you die in your sin without the opportunity to truly repent of your sin. You're gone to hell according to the teaching of Holy Scripture. Oh, yes. That's what the Bible says. I'm saying this because I don't want you to believe that you can commit suicide and go to heaven. It's a lie. Amen. I'm here teaching this because we care and we love you. We don't want to see people die in the sin, go to hell, be in a worse mess than on this earth. Because there is a worse condition than the problem and the difficulty and the circumstance and the horrible torment that you're dealing in this life, whether it's financial or relationships or whatever it may be, marital, amen, with your children. Or the list goes on and on and on and on. There's so many of them. We can't even stop. We wouldn't have time to list it all. But God knows, and the Lord, know, the Lord knows, amen. That's why he says, cast all your care upon him, for he careth. Praise be to God for you. The Lord cares for you. God loves you, and he wants you to cast your care upon him, but not to commit suicide, not to believe that you can go ahead and kill yourself and be, the, and be gone to heaven. It's Satan's lies. It's Satan's deception. Satan is a liar, amen, and the father of it. So the scripture tells us very clearly, amen. In Matthew's gospel, chapter number 22, Jesus says, he that endured to the end 
shall be saved. Amen. You have to endure to the end. You have to endure to with him to the end. You can't put your hand to the plow and look back. You're not fit for the kingdom of God. So endure it to the end. What does that mean? Endure to the end. The word actually means to bear. Amen. To persevere. Amen. To to go undergo uh, circumstances and, and trials and tribulations. Amen. In your life to persevere. If you don't desire decide to persevere and end it, you, you, you're not you're not right with God. You're not saving the end. And the Bible tell, tells us in in uh, Revelation. Amen. Chapter number 21 talks about the unbelieving. And what does this mean? The unbelieving. Well, it means that the unbelieving will not. Part, well, let me just read the scripture to you. The Bible says, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have the part in the lake which burn up with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The Bible says that part of this, part of the individuals that will be gone to the lake of fire will be those who are unbelievers. The Bible says unbelievers will not, will not be in the new city of Jerusalem. Will not go to heaven. They'll go to hell. And when you commit, when one commits suicide, they have no longer have belief and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't. No one can try to say that they do. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a false assertion. And, and it's not just a false assertion. It's a right, right complete, total, 100% lie. If, how can you have faith in Christ and kill yourself? You're saying that the gospel has no hope, that God, Christ, cannot deliver me, that God has not provided a way of escape, that there is no hope, there is no answer. The only way out is for me to do myself in, that God will not get me out, no way God has left me, forsaken me, and there's no other hope, there's no other way, there's no other means, and this is what Satan does to bring you to eternal damnation here, where the worm died not, and the fire is not quenched. This is what he did to Judas Iscariot and others that follow his heart horrible example of suicide finally my friend suicide does not lead to heaven it leads to hell it leads to hell there's not one example in scripture that shows that those who commit it lead to heaven of course we just have an example from scripture that shows that those those who do it it leads them to hell in the the case of judas iscariot amen it shows where he went to he went to his own place he went to hell the bible says it's, it's sin as we just mentioned in Galatians chapter 5, amen, and also through scripture that the Bible says that it's murder, amen, and that, no mur- that murderers will not inherit the kingdom of God. And 1 John chapter number 3, amen, 1 John chapter number 3 tells us, amen, that no murderer hath eternal life. There is no murder that, he's, that has eternal life, amen. Nobody who commits murder, and that's whether it's committing some, killing somebody else or, or killing themselves, has eternal life except they repent, as I mentioned. So if somebody kills somebody, of course, can they be saved? Of course, the apostle Paul was a murderer. He got saved, praise God. And God forgave him of his sin. The Bible says if we confess our sins, hallelujah. He, the Lord Jesus Christ, is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But if we fail to repent, the Bible says, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Someone blows their brains, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Someone blows their brains or jumps in front of a car or jumps off a you know, and there's an immediate death. I mean, there is no opportunity at that particular point in time for, for there to be any repentance whatsoever. They die in their sin and they go to hell. 
And it may feel wonderful that we can go to everybody and say, oh, you know, and, and to appease the family, to appease the uh, friends and, the, and the, the, the loved ones, the individuals that were attached to that precious life. And I have to say the life is precious. Attached to that precious, precious life. And we want to make console them because, listen, listen I understand why they want to do that because, I mean, it's, it's beyond understanding someone killing themselves, the sorrow. The, this this is, is beyond, uh, beyond understanding. I never think I had to go through that with anybody, but I know you know people people that have people have had to go through that, and it's it's beyond sorrow. But the fact of the matter is, what are you doing? You you by justifying it, you're encouraging others to commit suicide as a means of escape out of their problem, and really you are sending them to hell, making them believe that God will forgive them, that that, that God will forgive them, even though they don't have to repent, even though they didn't repent of it, even though they there's no genuine uh, sorrow or they had no opportunity to repent, and that they're all gone to heaven, and that whenever God someone does this, is God understands it's a lie. Don't believe that lie from the pit of hell. If you think about committing suicide, my friend, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not going to lead you to hell. It's going to lead you to heaven. Rather, it's going to lead you to hell. It's not going to lead you to heaven. It's going to lead you to hell. Do, do not do it. Believe what the Bible says. Believe what God says. Grab a hold of the scriptures. Listen to what Jesus Christ says. Amen. Hallelujah. Which, of course, is that the way to heaven is narrow. In straight and narrow. It's not wide. People, believe, people are believing that it's wide now. You can go ahead and commit suicide, still live a life of sin and whatever, and still pass through the pearly gates, be divorced and remember, be homosexual, be uh, sleep with your girlfriend, look at porn and everything else, and you're still going to pass through the gates because Jesus loves you. It's a lie. Yes, Christ loved us and died for us on the cross, but that doesn't mean that we're all going to go to heaven. He said, Jesus Christ of Nazareth said in Luke's gospel, chapter 13, verse 3, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. The Bible says, amen, very clearly, but you, not, you and I need to repent of our sin. And if someone commits suicide, and there's no opportunity to, for genuine repentance before God. As I mentioned multiple times in this podcast, according to the authority of Holy Scripture, they died in their sin and are gone to hell. And by making the family feel somehow relieved over by making them feel that they've gone to heaven, doesn't take away the truth that they died in their sin. If they didn't have a chance to repent, they're gone to hell. It doesn't Take away the truth. It's actually sending other people to hell and putting more blood on your hands if other people think that, oh, I can commit suicide and go to heaven. This is wonderful. The pastor told me this. My denomination told me. My church told me. The deacons told me. My family told me. And so I'm going to do myself in, and I'll still pass through the gates. And they lift up their eyes just like the rich man in Luke's gospel, chapter number 16, in hell, being in torment because they believe such lies over the pulpit. They believe this garbage from the Christian post by, by thinking that, oh, you know, people have gone to heaven. It's a pack full of lies. These pastors and teachers are lying to multitudes of people and giving them a false hope by making them believe that they're going to heaven when in fact if they do this thing without suicide, without repentance they're gone to a devil's hell. Don't do it. Don't do it. Trust in Christ. Cast your burden upon him for he cared for you. Hallelujah. There's no temptation that oh, they're taking you. That, amen. That, that, that God has not provided a way of escape. He has provided that way of escape. It's Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is that way of escape. Trust him. Cast your care upon him. Believe him. Believe that God is going to bring you through and be like Job. What did Job do? Job could have committed suicide. Look how, mess, look, how, look how what a mess his life was. His wife even said, why don't you just curse God and die? 
The implication could be that she might have meant that, why don't you just curse God and just kill yourself? Why go through this? Our children are dead. Everything's gone. What, 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 uh, what's, the, what's the point of living? Just kill yourself. Curse God and just die. What did the man of God do? Amen. What did he do? Did he curse God? Did he, did he do that and kill himself and die and just sit there? Oh, no, no, no. That's not what he did. And you got to say, my friend, listen, the torment that he went through, the difficulty that he went through as a result of Satan afflicting him was, un, was, un, was unbelievable. But the man of God said, though he slay me, hallelujah, yet will I trust him. That's trust, amen. If he'd cursed God and died, it showed that he didn't trust in God. And Satan would have said to God, look, he cursed you and he died. And I showed you, I showed you, I showed you, he, he did it. Amen. He, he didn't hold to his integrity. He didn't do what was right. And he didn't fear you. But he did fear God, and he didn't curse God. He didn't commit suicide. He trusted the Lord. He walked in his ways, and God blessed him in the end. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. This is what the Bible says concerning Brother Job. Amen. The Bible says amen. Hallelujah. Praise God concerning Job. See, he continued with the Lord regardless, amen, of what happened to him. He walked with the Lord, amen, no matter what the circumstance was in his life. He just said, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to walk with him. I'm going to live for him. And the Bible says in verse uh, 22, amen, and all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God, what? Foolishly. Amen? He did not charge God, the Bible says, foolishly. Amen? He kept trusting the Lord. He kept walking with the Lord, regardless, amen, of the situation that he had to endure amen the bible's in job chapter 2 verse 9 then said his wife unto him dost thou still retain that integrity curse god and die then the kids i mentioned before that could be the implication of possible suicide just curse god and die kill yourself and here's what the bible says what job said but he said unto her thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh what shall we receive good at the hand of god and shall we not receive evil the Bible says, in all this did not Job sin with his lips. <laughs> he said, we will receive evil, not good from the hand of God, by cursing him. Even though he knew that all evil was coming upon him, he said, what are we going to do? Should we just curse God and die? What's the, you know, just who cares? What's the big deal? What, no, 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 no. He said, no, 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 no. I'm going to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to rely upon God and his word. And that's what you got to do. You think about committing suicide, don't do it. Amen. Hope thou in God. Amen. If you made it through last week, you can make it through this week. If you made it through one day, you can make it through the next day. If you made it through one month, you can make it through the one next month. If you made it through one year, you can make it through the next year. Keep trusting the Lord. You may have been bankrupt. There's all kinds of things that could have happened. Why are you going to do that? Hope thou in God. Hallelujah. The Bible says if God before us, who can be against us? When we're trusting in the Lord, he will make a way. Amen. God will do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think but we got to put our faith and trust in him and not believe Satan's lies that will try to cast us into eternal damnation forever. Trust in the Lord. Amen. With all thine heart and lead not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall shall direct my path. Acknowledge him. Christ will direct your path. Acknowledge him. He will make a way out of no way. God is able, amen, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ever ask or even think. But we got to rely upon him. He that endured to the end shall be saved. Hallelujah. But if you commit suicide, you're not going to be saved in the end because you killed yourself. And if you had no opportunity to repent, you're not going to go to heaven. You've gone to hell. Listen, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and you want to know him as your Savior, you can know him today. 
Amen. Amen. I want to pray maybe for those who may have thinking about committing suicide, killing themselves. Amen. Like this pastor, these couple of pastors that killed themselves. If you're thinking about doing that, don't do it. Don't believe the devil's lies. It'll send you to hell. I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray for those to be saved as well. Amen. You can serve the Lord faithfully. He'll bring you through. He'll deliver you from your depression. He'll deliver you from every. Oh, no, he can't. That's a lie. First of all, it's a lie. The Bible talks about this day and age, this church age, and that men will have a form of godliness and deny the power of the Bible says from such turn away. You need to turn away from those churches and those pastors and those books and all those things that are telling you that you cannot be delivered. It's a lie. If the Son of God shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. And he, God will put you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. You trust in the Lord. Amen. He'll bring you through all that mess in your mind, all that trouble in your mind. But you've got to surrender everything to him in order for you to have complete peace and rest. All your problems, all your difficulties must be surrendered in the hands of God. No matter how dark it seems, you've got to say, Lord, I don't know what I can't explain. This is horrible. But, Father, I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to rely Hallelujah upon your word. I'm going to trust you, Lord Jesus, because trial and tribulation I may have in this world, but I can be, thank God, of good cheer. Why? Because, Lord, hallelujah, you, Lord Jesus, have overcome, praise God, this world. And that means no matter what you experience in this world, the tribulations, the trials, he's overcome it. Amen. And you can be right with God. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be saved. You can pray this prayer at me. And for those who, again, have been going through a rough time and who believe that, you know, thinking about committing suicide, don't think about it anymore. Get your mind stayed upon him. Amen. But love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and believe his word. Amen. And he will deliver you from every circumstance of life that you're facing. Amen. Praise God. So I'm going to pray for those right now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray also for those to be saved. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be saved. Praise God. You can be right with God. Father, I pray for those listening to the sound of my voice who think about committing suicide. God, I pray that you, they would not be deceived by the devil's lies and by the, fo- the, by the false church of this age, telling them that they'll go to heaven when they die, as they said about other preachers and people, oh God, who have professed at one time to be saved and have fallen away, God, and killed themselves, and, and there's no sign of true repentance whatsoever. God, if they died in their sin, they're gone to hell. And Lord, I pray that these people, that God, who think about committing so would not do so, would trust you, Lord, and cast all your care upon Oh, God, you, Lord, for you care for them. Hallelujah to God. We give you thanks, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And for you that do not know the Lord as your Savior and Lord, and not born again, you want to be saved. The Lord will deliver you. He will save you. And he will set you free. But you've got to surrender to him. You've got to repent and surrender your life to him. And the Lord Jesus Christ will completely deliver you and save you. Just say, say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you rose again from the dead and that you're coming again without sin unto salvation. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I deserve deserve hell. I don't deserve heaven. Forgive me of all my sin. Come into my life and my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. And I commit my life into your hands. And I put my faith and my trust upon your finished work on the cross as full payment for my sin. And I trust you as my Lord and my Savior. Lord Jesus, I turn away from my sin and receive you as my Savior and Lord. I believe you rose from the dead and be my Savior right now, both now and forever. 
And by the help of the Holy Ghost, I'll serve, serve and live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer, amen, you meant it, you truly repented, you truly were sincere by from the bottom of your heart, the Bible says, amen, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. Amen. You become a newborn child of God. Amen. Newborn again child of God. We want to send you our booklet, What It Means to Be Born Again, absolutely free. Just go on our website, International Deliverance Ministries, and, go, and email us, and we'll send you that booklet, What It Means to Be Born Again for New Christians, absolutely free. Praise God. We love you. We're praying for you. Amen. God bless. Jesus, I mean.